Welcome everyone to What I Have Learned So Far with Meg Letty. In case you are new to the podcast, I would like to take a moment to introduce myself and why I decided as a busy working mom to find the time to put this together. When I was in my late 30s, after working as a surgical physician assistant for about 13 years, I found myself severely burned out. This affected my relationships, my work, my mental, and ultimately my physical health. I felt like I didn't have time to breathe, let alone the time to find the resources to help me out of my burnout cycle. I did find a way out that has led me to a more fulfilled and joyful life. I would like to be a resource for you to do the same. I will walk you through simple steps to integrate into your busy day to help you move out of the burnout cycle. Even if you feel like you don't have time to breathe, you can do this. If I can do it, literally anybody can. Please note, because I am nowhere near perfect, I may slip up and use an occasional minor curse word for emphasis or due to raw emotion. Please be aware. Thank you so much for being here. Let's break the burnout cycle together. Hey everyone, welcome back. I am feeling really good this week because last night I spent some time with neighbors playing card games and got some adult play in, which was awesome. So my brain is super excited. If you don't know what I'm talking about, please see episode seven on play and how important it is for the adult brain to have some play. Also, I am coming off of speaking nationally at a conference regarding well being and burnout. And it was received very well. Super excited about it. I am pumped for our podcast today. So other things, I'm always trying new things, always trying to see if I can find something new that helps my body even more. And so one of the new things that I'm trying is CBD oil. Um, I was a skeptic, I'm not going to lie. And As a healthcare provider, I also was very, very concerned that it's not a regulated market and what product I was going to get. You know, you just don't know what's in the product that you're going to get. Then my good, good friend from college, who has a farm in Indiana, has been a farmer for many years, decided to get into uh, CBD oil and CBD products. They are an organic farm, family-owned They literally take it from their farm, their land, bring it into their barn and package it. So they have complete control over what goes into this CBD oil and CBD products that they're offering. It's called Wellness Tree Farms. It is amazing. I am just starting to use it, not for any aches and pains, which I think a lot of people use it for. Mine is more for my own anxiety. I spoke with Rachel, who is one of the owners of Wellness Tree Farms and my very good friend from college. And the conversation started around a new article that came out that CBD was helping healthcare workers with burnout. And she sent me the article and we were talking about it. And then we got off onto other topics about what else CBD has been helping. And 
she gets tons of feedback from her customers. And it's really been helping with anxiety because, again, I don't have aches and pains. And that's one of the main reasons I think that I had in my mind that people have taken CBD oil. But when we started talking about it, I was like, man, you know, I am learning that I'm a fairly anxious person. And if this could help, I would love to try it. And so that's where this was born. And I just started this week. I'm going very slow and ramping up very slowly to see if it helps. And I will update you guys on my progress with this. But if you take CBD products or you are looking into them, please check out wellnesstreefarms.com. Again, family owned. They've got five kids you will be supporting. They are the most wonderful people. They're also in medicine. So I just love, love, love that they are doing this. And I will also put their website in the show notes. So the main reason that I am bringing this up today is because throughout my journey on my path to well-being, I have been discovering that I lived in a state of anxiety. And because it was my norm, I didn't know it was anxiety. Now that I have felt periods of peace and real calmness, I now understand when I am not feeling that way. And that's not normal. But that was my norm. My normal was always ramped up. I always felt like I was running, 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 but felt really tired. My brain was really foggy. My gut was always upset, whether it was reflux or, you know, having really loose bowel movements. It was always kind of something. And I just really never felt well. You know, I never felt really good. I never felt really energetic and clear. And I can tell you right now, I do. I feel like I've got really good energy. I feel like my head is clear. Since my kids have been born, I have really struggled with short-term memory. I have to write everything down, have reminders for everything, because as soon as it is out of my eyesight, it is literally gone. And this past few weeks, I've noticed I have remembered things. Like out of the blue, no trigger, just completely remembered things, which is a first for me. So I know I'm on a path to help my brain because literally my daughter is 14 years old. Since she has been born, I have not been able to remember anything. I just thought it was really interesting that now I that I know what it feels like to feel good, I didn't know how bad I felt. And I didn't know that what I was feeling was anxiety. I can feel the difference between being home on a weekend and feeling really pretty peaceful. Um, I mean, there's always things that I have to do, but I really work hard on the weekends to bring calm into my life and get ready for the week because it is tough. It's really tough in medicine. And I've really noticed that, you know, when I'm going into work, I can feel it build. I can feel this sense of, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what my day is going to be like. I don't know if I'm going to get yelled at today. There's all this unknown and I get really anxious about it. And I didn't know that that was the state I was living in before until I had this little bit of calm and peace in my life. And so it's helping me recognize 
how anxious I actually am. And, you know, my gut is really what tells me about my anxiety. I know that if I was going for a job interview or was going for, you know, an interview for PA school or any of those things. I mean, my gut was I was running to the bathroom (laughs) a few times because my gut always tells me when I'm nervous. It's really interesting to me that my gut continues to tell me and give me these signs and signals, but I just didn't know. I didn't even know how to connect those two. One of my tips this week is that especially in medicine, and even if you're not in medicine, I think in life, especially if you are a parent, you have disconnected from your body. Because you've had to spend sleepless nights, because you have had to ignore your hunger and your need to go to the bathroom and all of these things to help care for others, whether that be children or your patients, you have disconnected from your body. You have disconnected from the signs and signals that your body gives you that you don't feel well. And we've had to do that. It's a protective mechanism in order to help us do the job at hand. But what I'm going to ask of you this week is just to start reconnecting with your body. And the reason behind this is that we can't figure out what's going to make us feel good until we connect with our body. Because our body tells us what makes us feel good. It's different for everyone. And that's the trickiest part about well-being. There can be somebody that stands up or a book that comes out and tons of people will be like, this is the book you need, this is the book you need, and you read it and you're just like, it fell flat, it didn't work for me. It's because nobody knows the unique you. You're the only one that can pull that out of you and your body tells you when you're not being you. And it does this by upset stomach, rashes, any number of things, headaches, back aches, injuries, rumination, all of these things are telling you, hey, stop. I need you to listen to me. We do need to start listening to our bodies. I remember hearing this for the first time and thinking, but I don't have time to go to the bathroom. So if I listen to my body, then it's going to cramp my style during the day. Like I don't have time for this. You don't have to drop everything and go to the bathroom when your body tells you to. I just want you to notice how many times you don't listen to your body because it's a wake-up call that you had to pee at nine and you thought about it and didn't go. And then you thought about it again at 10 and didn't go. And then you thought about it at 11 and didn't go. And then at noon, maybe you finally went, maybe you didn't. Maybe it was two o'clock before you went to the bathroom. I just want you to notice every time your bladder scrunches and you put it off or every time your gut lurches, notice that because your body is telling you things. And Once you can connect with your body, it will guide you to where you need to be. And I didn't believe this and I didn't trust this, but as I am growing on my path, this is a huge connection that we need to reconnect. We have disconnected from our bodies, rightly so. We needed to get through the hard times, but we now need to reconnect with our bodies. The first step is just noticing how many times a day you are reinforcing that disconnection. Okay, so the next tip for this week is a tried and true known beneficial tip that takes a few minutes a day for between seven and 14 days. 
So I have to admit, when I first heard about this tip, I was incredibly skeptical because I was super burned out. And I didn't know the research that backed it up. So I didn't actually do this until probably a year and a half later. And I wish I had known then what I know now. And so I'm going to share that with you. The tip is writing down three good things every night for seven to 14 days. Now, when I was super burned out, I literally was like, stop telling me to do one more thing. I literally have time for nothing. And there is nothing good that happens to me. So you can take your three good things and you can shove it where the sun doesn't shine. Now, that was me, crispy, crispy, burnt out. And you might be in the same place. So let me tell you the research that backs this up so that you can keep an open mind to it. Martin Seligman is a PhD that studied severely depressed patients, like patients that he couldn't get out of bed. He knew he needed to find a tool that was really simple and effective to help these people. He also studied positive psychology, which takes positive emotions and infuses them into the brain to help the brain. And they're super powerful. These include joy, gratitude, serenity, interest, hope, pride, amusement, inspiration, awe, and love. He studied these emotions and knew they could have a really powerful impact on the brain. So what he did is he actually tried several different things, but the one that stuck and the one that worked best was this idea of three good things. So he had these severely depressed people write down three good things within two hours of bedtime that happened to them that day for seven days. And he studied these people for six months. Over six months, every month, there was an increase in their happiness for six months and a decrease in their depressive symptoms for six months. So for seven days of work, which was only a few minutes a day, he got increased happiness and decreased depression over six months. So this has been studied since. And what's interesting about this is you get a little bit more benefit if you do it for 14 days, but after 14 days, there's no further benefit. So this is a very quick and easy exercise to do that significantly can change and help your brain rewire. And the reason you do it right close to bedtime within two hours is because your brain rewires at night. And so it is important to do it near bedtime. Now, when I started this, it was really hard for me to find some good things during my day. I remember the one that sticks out to me the most is that a big thing for me was that I wanted to work on how I spoke to my children because I was yelling a lot. And I remember one of my good things was I didn't yell at my kids today. (laughs) So These don't have to be big things like I gave a boatload of money to charity or I built a house for the homeless. These don't have to be these huge things. They have to be just little small things that you notice in your day that were good. What's really interesting is, you know, it's been a while since I've done this, but my daughter was really struggling when she went back to middle school in the fall. And I said, you know what, Ellie? Let's sit down and let's think about three good things. Like right before bedtime, we'll go through them together and tell me what was good in your day. 
And she was really skeptical about it. But again, I was like, Ellie, this is really, really helpful for your brain. Like, will you just bear with me and just, you know, do it with me? So we did it. And we actually missed, like, I remember we did it, I think, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and we missed Saturday, Sunday. Then we did it another, like, two or three days that next week. And I tell you what, it made a big difference. I saw a significant difference between like days one and day four. And then by the time we rounded it out at the end, she was doing much better and was seeing her days in a much different light. It was really powerful to watch this. So I am wholeheartedly a backer of Three Good Things. Best part about Three Good Things is that there are apps for this. So there's apps that can remind you. You can literally do this on your own. Just have a little notepad and pen by your bed and just do it right before you go to bed. There is a research study. This is how I did it at Duke. And basically, the research is to help burned out people. They're not taking really any data from you, meaning they just want to know how burned out you are when you start and then how burned out you are when you end. And so I think it's really interesting. But basically, you get a little burnout survey when you start, and it gives you information about how burned out you are, which I love, but also compares you to your peers. And so you kind of get compared to what everybody else is doing right now with burnout. Then you get a reminder every day. It's just a little text on your phone that's like, hey, reminder, do your three good things, which is always helpful because, again, my brain was shot. Then at the end, you take another survey, and that's where they get their research data from. They just want to see how much it impacted you so that they can roll more of these bite-sized tips out to help healthcare workers that are burned out. So I really like it, but if you don't want to be in the research study, then don't sign up through that link. But I will put that link down in the show notes for everyone. And I really recommend it for every single person. I mean, and share it around because it is really powerful stuff. These positive emotions that get into your brain are so powerful to switch you from a super highway of negativity to a super highway of positivity, rewiring those circuits in your brain. It is awesome. And let me tell you, I am on the other side of it, y'all. And it is, it is awesome over here. Okay, so let's do a quick recap of the two tips that are in the podcast today. Number one, I just want you to recognize this week how many times you ignore the signs from your body. So how many times you say, not now, body, I don't have time for you. Because that is the first step on the path to reconnecting with your body. And reconnecting with your body is really important to align with your core values and what you really want out of life. And again, that is different for everyone. And so there is no person on the earth that one book can come out or one podcast can come out and say, this is what's going to make you better. But what is going to make you better is connecting with you. And so this is the first step. So just recognizing how many times you are not listening to your body this week. All right, next tip is three good things. Super simple. I will put the website link in the show notes. So check there for that if you want to be part of the research study and get reminders. If not, just put a notebook by your bedstand 
and get this done seven days. By this time next week, you'll have a whole new outlook. Think about that. All right, everyone. I look forward to seeing you next week right back here. And please share this podcast with people that need it. I think these tips can really help anyone, not just medical providers. So please share away and let's all break the burnout cycle together. If you're really enjoying this podcast, head on over to Apple and give me a rating and review. And also click that follow button so that you know when the next podcast comes out. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. information, opinion, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast is not to be considered professional advice. Before starting any change in physical, mental, or dietary practice, you should consult your medical provider.